Hey everyone, how are you? We are here with Let's Speak Pod. Thank you guys for listening to us every single week. And to those who are clicking us for the first time, thank you so much for clicking on us. We're so excited. So normally it's me, Kat, and Yaz, but at the moment right now, Yasmin had to take a little break to be with family because family is more important right now. So for this week's episode, I brought my geek out friend, Steven Sweet. And for this episode, we are just going to kiki and do a lot of gossip. It's Saturday. <laughs> exactly. And we're drinking wine. Yep. And we're having absolutely fun. So for those who are listening for the first time, normally we pick a topic. And behind that topic, we talk about how it talks about issues in our lives, relationship gossip, and occasional politics. Oh my gosh. Yep. And since Yasmin is not here, we are two geeky ladies talking about issues in our lives, relationship gossip, and occasional politics, all while geeking and having fun. Yes. Let's geek. Let's geek. So the first thing... <laughs> Well, one of the things about gossip is being extremely nosy. So I'm going to get nosy for the listeners here. So, Stephen, you want to tell the listeners what you do? Um, well, I'm an attorney. I practice intellectual property, and that is patents and copyrights and trademarks and other protected assets. Uh, so it's pretty much talking to paper all day. So... Can you trademark stuff like maybe a song or a, you know, a slogan? Yeah. I mean, that's what, whenever you see something and it's got that little TM, like, you know, those little letters at the top, that means that it's protected language. So if you see a Wendy's logo, Wendy's will have a TM, which is trademark. Um, if it's patented, that means that they don't need to use that. Uh, it's, they'll use an R, sometimes registered patent. You know, if you've ever seen an R with a circle or a C with a uh, circle for copyright. Have you patented anything yourself? Um, yeah, all kinds of things, but uh, it's usually as a part of a team of like uh, with intellectual property. It's usually either engineers or other subject matter experts that have come up with things that they want to protect. Um, usually, it's digital assets, and those are people who aren't really celebrities or you know anything. They're just wanting to get started. Other people have patents that they want to defend uh, that are worth a whole lot of money. And uh, they can enforce if somebody takes something from them, like competitive assets. Or uh, so it can be on the criminal side, or it can be on the offensive side. And I really kind of do whatever comes in between because I just work for a company. Cool. So you want to tell them what school you went to? Which one? Tell them both. Tell them. Okay. So We're gonna get to the more important one. No shade to his so verse on the matter. <laughs> Because I've got questions about it. Part of gossip is being nosy. And I've got questions about your... Which one? Higher right, on the fine. So I, I, I lived in Virginia forever. So I went to the University of Virginia for my undergrad. And I did great. I did great. Uh, <laughs> I have a Bachelor of Science in Commerce. But my majors are finance, accounting, financial math. You had to read that. You, like, I no. just wanted to make sure I was calling it correctly since we were reading it. You had to read <laughs> what your degree was. Like, I can sit here and be like, oh, Catherine, 
where's your degree? And I'll be like, you know, Montgomery College, I got it in, you know, theater arts studies. And then I can say I went to Towson University. I got my degree in acting track, you know, mm-hmm. MF, you know, BFA, Bachelor's of Fine Arts. Yeah. You're just like, I've got a science, uh, what the hell does that say? Um, yeah. yeah, at Sorry. the end of the day, I got the degree. <laughs> Yes, it's right there, and there, there it is. But the other one is with my other office stuff for when I moved out of my last office for my last job in storage. So I don't have it hung up, and it's half the size of the undergraduate one. I don't know why the University of Virginia is like this, because the other one is much more pompous. It's from Harvard Law School. Fun fact, though, even though, Stephen, I already know you know this, but some of our <laughs> listeners may not know. Do you know the University of Virginia was founded by Thomas Jefferson? Who was the third president of the United States, right? He was our third, right? I don't know. I believe I he was our third. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. I know we're Americans. I am not the right we're Americans. I don't want to. And speaking of that, do you know that 50, almost like 50 to 60% History. of Americans do not know the national the anthem? Thomas but I will say here that I am one of those people that do know it. It was three. Oh, he Catherine, just he just siri it. It no. actually, yes, he was the third president of the United States. I used States. phone a friend and Siri told me. <laughs> so. So you want to tell them about your next college? I just told them I went to Harvard Law School. Hey, he went to Harvard I'm, Law School. He, he, he's, the, he's the gay Al Woods. Just a lot less hot and uh, I worked a little harder. I would say. <laughs> she worked hard and she was fierce and she looked good going up there. So is <laughs> is Harvard like legally blind from what we see? No, it's different and uh it's very professional and it's not on it's some not. gossip girlness. Oh, there's all kinds of gossip. I told you, you know, I'm I didn't have that juicy campus was eliminated because I think people, you know, were having issues, but they were getting bullied because of it or cyberbullying. Mm. That's kind of where it first started coming up one of the big bubbles and uh so that kind of went away we didn't have that at harvard it was just you know people were in different clubs and you would just kind of go to whatever club like if you're on law review at the same time or uh in the same classes or the same groups then uh or your study group really uh you had like a core five people that like you could pick to like study with and that was just like our the people that you kind of were closest to because you spent so much time with them you know the whole three years yeah. So about Harvard, aren't there any like stereotypes? Like, oh, people oh, that I mean, get in are snooty or something like, yes. oh yeah, their dad definitely bought yes. their spot here. Yes. And there are definitely yes. those kids. I'm telling you, I actually, and I'm not going to name names, but you I was to- in my undergrad at UVA, I was in um, a class uh, with the Senate majority leader's um, son. And, uh, you know, we were in the same study group and it was just so funny because he ended up getting this offer like Goldman Sachs and, you know, doing really, really well. And, you know, that's when I started studying and, you know, ended up doing okay later, but, you know, it was just instant success for him. And uh, those types of people are there, you know, and there are people that uh, don't work as hard, but still get kind of the same status or they're just there to kind of check off the box. Uh, You can pass or fail or high pass, you know, uh, and some people just are there to get the degree, you know, because it's kind of terminal for most people. It usually speaks for itself. So yeah, you're a lazy bunch, but then uh, for the most part, it's hardworking people because you can't get them really unless uh, you're hardworking. But you, the people that are sprinkled there who were paid in, they, you can tell 
who's who, you know. So how does law school work? Of course, it's like, of course, obviously you're learning law. <laughs> you know, I don't want to make it seem like a basic ass question. Like, you know, how do you study law school? I'm like, I'm in school, Catherine, don't be a dumbass. But <laughs> I'm just saying, like, is there a process where it's like, okay, college, then the actual school, then bar exam, and then you do it? Or is it just like college, bar exam, go? Or is law school all of it in one? So that's a really good question. Um, it's all different. They're all separate, okay? Mm-hmm. And it all depends on where you live. So uh, each of the 50 states and the District of Columbia has a bar association. I'm sure you've heard of that. Um, and the bar, you've heard of the bar. Yeah. Uh, and I used to do some consulting for the DC bar, but... Um, the bar actually stands for barrister, uh, and that's what they used to call, it's like old fancy English word for an attorney or a lawyer, because you could, you know, when they say pass the bar, they mean like walk past the area that's uh, wheeled off to the public who are in the audience of the courtroom. Um, so that's what the bar is for, just in case you didn't know. But uh, <laughs> you get your undergrad degree in whatever you want. Some people do political science, a lot of people do history, a lot of people do like very classical things. Um, languages, things like that. Uh, a lot of readings involved. So anyway, uh, then you take your LSAT, which is usually the thing that's a weeder for most people who think they want to go to law school and be an attorney because the LSAT can be kind of brutal for some people. It depends on how, the kind of person you are. And you got to really focus on your strengths so you can get a high score and get into schools if you want. So that's really hard. Then you get into the school and get into law school and then you do three years of law school. Um, really kind of take a generalized uh, round uh, in their first year towards constitutional law, criminal procedure, civil procedure. And then you move on to, you know, more specialized things, depending on what you want to do as an attorney, whether you want to be in health or um, finance, tax, um, criminal, um, civil procedure, human rights, litigation, immigration. There's all kinds of different areas of law, intellectual property. Um, And then you kind of pass the bar after that. Then uh, you can start practicing. So when you're in court and maybe you're doing a case against somebody, is it kind of like the Tom Cruise movie where it's like, I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Like, do stuff like that really happen where you're just like, so while you're in the shower? (laughs) <laughs> well, I'll be sure. honest, not really. Not in so that's exaggeration. Well, okay. not in, in my experience. I mean, I definitely don't do many criminal things. So I don't have people that are, I can, you know, criminal court is completely different. That's what they put on TV for people, those, those criminal court things, because people's family will go whack in the courtroom. And sometimes the people, other people get hypey. But, you know, civil procedure is much more you know, straightforward. And it's really about what the words on the paper and what the property says. And I'm not arguing with somebody because I don't like them. It's because I don't agree with what their interpretation of what the paper says. It's more of an intellectual conversation. And then somebody, the judge or the jury, depending on what type of trial it is, you know, gets to the bottom of it. It's like, of course, we've heard about dirty lawyers and Okay. There's always crux. Yes. But you know how like police officers, police officers are lying when they say they've never done it at least once or they never do it. I have personally seen it with my own eyes. Mm-hmm. Where they do that thing where if the traffic light is about to turn yellow, they'll speed and turn on their their like emergency lights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, their sirens. And then as soon as they like drive past the red light, like, you know, 
They immediately turn it off. So they basically speed through it to make it seem like they have an emergency. And then as soon as they pass the red light, they turn off their sirens. Yeah, I've literally no. seen it with my own eyes. I, do, do lawyers do stuff like that? Like the equivalent where it's like, I know I'm not supposed to do this, but I know a loophole around the law that says that if you guys want to mess with me, like you, I can get away with this. Like, what, give me a context. You mean like at the grocery store? Just anything like, in general. Um, I mean, sometimes people don't know like uh, what you do. I mean, I, I dress pretty casually. I always wear like sports clothes and sweatpants, so you can't really <laughs> stereotype somebody in any you know, context because people think I'm head, but <laughs> I'm full of good air. Um, so it's just, uh, no, you definitely can't uh, stereotype them. Am I, what was the, the first part of your question? I'm sorry. I no, it's it just like, some other thing. if lawyers take advantage of their position, we already have uh, freaking lawyers. I would this, say, but just yeah, I mean, when they know they're not supposed to, but they know they can get away with it, like actually like, I don't know if supposed to, but I would take advantage. You know, I think I would say the difference between what your example is and what I have is that, like, I don't think that crooked attorneys think that they have a loophole. There's not, like, something they know that what they're doing is wrong, usually, the ones mm -hmm. that I've dealt with. I used to be a forensic accountant, and that's usually what some, a lot of, uh, you know, some nuclear energy, but, you know, some white-collar crime, too. And it's like, you see a lot of things. People will manipulate anything. It depends on who you are. I don't think... Uh, people that are bad lawyers or crooked lawyers. I think that definitely intimidation is a factor. You know, people think that because they're a lawyer, they can just be above others. But, you know, I know a lot of really humble people um, too. And people who are like public defenders who really, I, I can never do that kind of job. But, you know, thank God for them. So Stephen, yes. I got a little cute thing going on. It's called Salty Mermaid Swimwear. Have you ever heard of Salty Mermaid Swimwear? No. So Salty Mermaid Swimmer is this wonderful website where you can get bathing suits for the guy in your life, the girl in your life, or whoever. If you got a boob, you can also buy matching swimsuits and try them on. And the best part about it is that if you get it delivered to you, you got 48 hours to try it on. If you do not like it, send it back in the mail for free. You don't even get charged until you decide to keep it. Yeah. So if you want to try it, which I would like, Highly recommend, yes. I will give you a discount code. Please. Yeah, it is Salty Mermaid 15. Oops, my dumbass. It's not Salty Mermaid 15. Oh, it's Salty 15 Cat. All right. Salty 15 Cat. This is what happens when cat drinks too much water. And you get 15% off of your bathing suit. So you can drink wine with the person you love and just have wonderful fun. I love it. I am wearing a shirt that has the weekend on it. Yeah, okay. my friend um, gave this to me. So shout out to my friend that gave me this shirt. Who is that? Um, this is the weekend. Oh, no, who gave you the shirt? Oh, my friend Lenard. Oh, okay. mm -hmm. Yes. So shout out Lenard. So the week, the reason why I'm bringing up the weekend is the weekend got screwed over a few months back. Well, actually, like sometime last month, I think the weekend got screwed because of the Grammys. The Grammys did not nominate his album for anything. And his album was technically the most popular album of the year. 
And I sat there thinking to myself, I said, y'all smell what was supposed to be the album of the year. That is crazy. Like this literally was supposed to be the album of the year at the Grammys and y'all snubbed it. And they gave it to Billie Eilish. Not to say she doesn't deserve it, but I was just like, wow, it's crazy. Oh, she's the boss. And I was just sitting here and I'm like, Grammys, yeah, I think Grammys is definitely right. There's enough evidence to prove that it's right. And then on top of that, do you know the Grammys has a secret list of songs of by artists that are not allowed to be in certain categories? Yeah. Out of fear of embarrassment? Yeah. So for example, it's Cardi B on the list. <laughs> I will. So for example, like Despacito, it couldn't be nominated for I think like album of the year or something or single of the year, something like that. Wow. I because they didn't. Oh my goodness, what was the reason? There was a reason why they made these lists. Like I do know for a fact, it's like yeah, a big. Just kidding. <laughs> I mean, she knows everything. It's definitely. <clears throat> Sorry. It's definitely was a fear of embarrassment. And then on top of that, they are the committee. So they're basically like, they actually are the plastics of the music world. They're just like, no, you don't fit in here. No, we're going to put you in here. No, we don't think you're a good enough artist to be nominated for this. So that's why we're going to put you in this category. Okay, we're going to nominate you, but we're not going to give you an award. We're just going to nominate you so people don't say that we don't acknowledge you. Ouch. Yeah, I mean, that's just the way what it is. What do you think about, so transitioning from the Grammys, what do you think about what happened with the uh, the Oscars at the very end? Like, you know, they didn't present uh, Best Picture at the end, and I was like... They didn't? No, they didn't. They chose... Really? Why? Well... Because, I don't know why, but that's how it happened, right? So Best Picture gets done, and then the one at the end, and they've only done it a couple times, was um, Best Male, like Leading Male Actor, right? And one of the people was uh, the late Chadwick Boseman. Oh, and yeah. And a lot of people, ex- I don't want to say expected, but thought that he would get, uh, you know, possibly, possibly, it's horrible. I was one of Nominated, and you know, and yeah. you know, a lot of people were disappointed, and uh, that's what it ended on. The guy that who won the award, I can't remember his Anthony name. Hopkins, yeah. great legend, yeah. He sent the video and was even surprised that he didn't even travel. He's actually the oldest person to ever win an Oscar award. And you he know, travel because of the pandemic. I think that's great at the same time, but I, I won't lie. I basically did expect him to win. You know, normally it is a cliche thing that as soon as a celebrity dies and they're nominated for an Oscar, it's like. Okay, let's give it to them immediately. <laughs> yeah. But with Chadwick Boseman, it's just that this was the only opportunity to ever give him this award, and it was an opportunity missed. And then on top of that, it had already gotten Oscar buzz before he passed away. So that's right. something I'm happy to say that it had happened as soon as he died. It was happening way before yeah. like he even passed away. Right. It's just an opportunity, like I said, it's just an opportunity miss because this was the time for us to really give the man his flowers because eventually he would have won an Oscar. He really would have won an Oscar if he was still alive eventually. Yeah. Also, speaking of gossip, you know, news in the UK. What happened? You know, I don't Prince know. Philip was buried well, just a few days ago and 
you know, Prince. <laughs> I have something that I can link to this. Yeah, but go ahead. Yeah, you know, Prince William, the whole fam was there, and allegedly it was awkward between Prince William and Harry. Megan can go because she was pregnant, and of course, people are just like, oh, she's disrespectful, of course, she wouldn't go. Why does nobody want to do She's pregnant. I don't know if she was invited. To be honest, she didn't want to go. She didn't want to go. Personally, personally, if Time it was me, I don't even want to. I'm glad I'm pregnant. Thank I you, would Megan. totally. Yes. I would a go. valid reason. And nobody has to say anything. Personally, I would go because I'm required to. Yes. But thank goodness that I got a baby. That's all I know. That's thank funny. goodness this baby is keeping me at a doctor's orders. Like, I got lucky to not have to mm. watch that. I would definitely watch it from my room, send me flowers, go about my day. No, but the I'll tell you something that's funny. I actually got two news stories over the weekend. Ooh. Um, so far. Well, no, like maybe not in the last week and one of them was like it was literally like a news story and it was like um kate and um william and the kids go out to the countryside for a day and like it was just photos of them and i was like how is that a news story like i, I gotta get rid of that from my thing and then the other one the other day um was elizabeth um was inspecting the chariots of the late bullock um Really? In the rain, and she's wearing this cool rain jacket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, speaking of that, yeah. Do you know a few days ago, around the time of the funeral, I actually got into British Twitter for a while. I always find it interesting. How do you always do this. Right? No, I don't. It's just like you know when it's a trending topic and you go into it and then you realize like, oh my goodness, based on all these slangs and the way they're talking yes. and all these, I said I'm in British Twitter for a while, and I'm like, this is so interesting. Yeah. Uh, maybe the UK listeners will know what I'm talking about because I probably didn't get the whole entire story with this. Allegedly, like when she was in that outfit you were talking about, like you know when yes. Prince Philip was dying, she was crying and a teardrop was photoshopped on her face, yeah. and people were just like, "No, this isn't." She was really crying, and why can't she show her feelings? And then people are arguing like, "The Queen doesn't cry; she's too strong to cry." And then other people are just like, "She's yes, royalty; she's know. not allowed to cry, even if she wants to. It's a sign of weakness." No. And then when? the weirdest thing about it, though, <laughs> the Photoshop. I just yes, can't pass it because one person <laughs> is just like, "Well, it's disrespectful to say that." It's photoshopped. And then some chick was just so like, I'm a designer. I do stuff like this all the time. This is a so-and-so point blank image. And then she pulled up her computer and she said, this is the image like thing that was actually used for her face. This is definitely fake. So maybe UK listeners know, I don't know the mystery of maybe it was real or fake. I still don't know, but I just thought it was weird, but y'all were talking about it enough that it came to America and I was able to step in for like a few minutes. You know what though? I have been in British TikTok. I'll be, really? I would be straight up guilty. I am a bad millennial. I don't have an Instagram, but boy, do I have a TikTok and not, not, I'm not a creator. Like <laughs> it's me and like, there's four videos and they're my dogs, but, um, I love just scrolling through them. And I just, you know, I get those little warnings. That's like, Hey, hold up. You've been scrolling way too long. They're like health notices from like TikTok <laughs> every like three hours when you've been scrolling. Yeah. So sometimes I do get ahead of myself, but I'm much better about it now. I don't have nights where I like 
done it for like six hours anymore. So. I do love British accents. They're so lovely. It's just like, of course, yeah. They just like, do you fancy him? You know, we just be like, yo, he's cute. Like you like him, right? They just be like, I see fancy him. <laughs> it's almost like you're always in a Jane Austen book. Yes. <laughs> like, and I love it. Have I, ever told I studied abroad uh, in London. Really? Yeah, I did. And uh, it was weird because I had to learn all of the different lingo that people use in everyday life. Mm -hmm. Like, I had no idea. I mean, I figured out that the black cars were the fancy taxis, but I, they don't even remember what they call them. But every time I would say elevator, they're like, and uh and the loo the yeah, loo to say in the, the bathroom loo, i'm like the, the loo what, what is the it's the loo the lift my place was a flat yeah flats um, <laughs> we say apartments all kinds of things and it's not weekend it's weekend it was just, just oh like, they say weekend no, it's weekend oh weekend weekend it's la vie stop actually let me stop let me stop please to our uk listeners we are just playing and if we you're in totally the uk Tell every other person. Oh, speaking. What? Speaking. I need this for a second. Sure. So you out of order. You gotta talk about that dude who's out here saying that racism doesn't exist in the United States. We have an issue. Let's legal issue. Dun, dun, dun. It's not really a legal issue. What was the guy's name? I'm gonna pull up. We gotta pull that up. He's a senator, and I think that he's from Florida. But let's pull it up. And hold on, I just mm -hmm. want to see what his name is. So I was on. I was just you know doing my TMZ thing or my uh, CNN thing earlier. Oh yeah, I was doing my CNN thing earlier, and I sent this to Catherine. It's uh, GOP Senator Tim Scott, and I don't really know anything about him. But he is African American man. And he is a Republican, and he is saying, uh, quote, America is not a racist country. And, uh, you know, in some way insinuating that America does not have a problem with racism, which is very ironic for uh, an African-American man to say, uh, especially because we are arguably the probably country with some of the most racism ever in our history and that takes know? a lot to say as a white male and yeah. not because you're white you have to have this notion where you have to be like i'm sorry for being white no no not at all it's just when somebody is understandably knowing what's going on it's just embarrassing when somebody that looks like me says the complete opposite Oh, my mistake. Tim Scott, I was just pulling him up. He is not from Florida. He is from South Carolina. So we are not talking about you, Florida Senators. Sorry. South Carolina, dirty <laughs> South. And you out here at, you know what? I'm being ignorant right now. So Mr. Mr. Scott, I am just disappointed in you. To say that you don't think racism is a problem in the United States of America, even the people outside in the United States of America know that race is a problem. And you remind me of that chick from the Avatar The Last Senate that says, there is no problem here. <laughs> Completely wrong. But you want to know what upset me the most besides what? me expecting this to come out from a person like him? It's the fact that Kamala Harris, the Vice President of the United States, kind of co-signed that just a little bit 
And I really don't appreciate that because she basically was saying like, I understand that there is racism. Like we ain't going to deny racism, but I wouldn't say we are the most racist country. And it's like, bro. And this is not like us claiming like, we're the racist country. Yes, yes, it's our title. It's like, it just is what it is. Like, why is this hard to admit? It just makes me happy that the president of the United States currently is admitting that supremacy right now is a problem in this country. But then again, there's a lot of problems in this country. Not to change the topic from racism, but keeping on, you know, yeah, uh, this is all franchise people. Yes, it's, this isn't really gossip, but the one part I did not watch, you said Kamala Harris, and I thought of the uh, address that Joe Biden made. And the only part that I honestly heard was uh, the part where he was talking about, you know, trans people. And he was like, and especially young transgender people and LGBTQ community. He's like, I want you to know that your president has your back. And I was like, okay. We'll see, like, but okay, I think it's okay, something. We'll have to see. Um, but the last now, administration said that. Well, I don't, they didn't say it like in front of all of Congress. I sure. Mean, it does make, and you know, with everybody in session, I don't know, to make it part of policy, like you're talking about other things. And it's not like you just threw it in there for an applause, I don't think. But um, I think you really does feel that way. So we'll have to see how it plays out. Interesting. Well, what else is going on right now? So, do you know about this uh, lawsuit? Uh, this is uh, the governor of South Carolina who sued um, the Department of the Interior. It was filed yesterday uh, mm -hmm. in the, let's see, South Dakota District uh, Central Division. So, I guess they're central. So, for those who won't know, if we could explain this. One plus one equals two. She is basically suing him because he is he or she. There are a lot of different people called the plaintiffs. So we're ordering the court here, <laughs> back to court. Um, but uh, she's suing the head of the Department of the Interior, the first name. And it's because Department of the Interior has said that they are no longer going to sponsor or allow uh, the use of fireworks uh, or gatherings uh, that were planned for Mount Rushmore for the 4th of July. Um, and yeah, so th that's the crux of it. And uh, the administration does not want uh, large gatherings and it's, you know, we're in a pandemic still, folks. And uh, last year, that same event had a big problem with theirs. There was a super spreader event, I believe. And uh, so they don't want to have risk it this year. And that's the crux of it. So we'll see how it plays out. Hopefully before the 4th of July, because it's May 1st. Yeah. So it's gonna be it's May. Got, yeah, I was about to say, it's <laughs> gonna be May. I was here <laughs> all day yesterday, Catherine. It's And now it's time for our Damn Run! That's Wild! Where I find an incredibly true story from around the world that actually happened. And for this story, it comes from a website through George Takei, who's the guy, the Asian guy that's on um, Star Trek. Yes. 
So this actually came from his personal Facebook, but it's a website that he posts. I think he has a partnership with them where he posts them all the time. Okay. So it's called percolately.com. That's the website. It's called percolately.com. And this story is called Muslim Guy Considers Moving Out of His Boyfriend After He Tricks Him Into Eating Pork as a Joke. Yeah. So this is one of those, again, because this is what happened like about two episodes ago where we did a Am I the Asshole story from Reddit. So this is another Am I the Asshole story from Reddit. So a lot of things that I could talk about. Mm -hmm. There are people who don't eat, you know, certain things like meat. There are people who are vegan, vegetarian. Some people gluten-free have dietary, you know, restrictions. Yes. So a 20-year-old man is dealing with it. So he goes, am I the asshole for getting upset for my boyfriend putting stuff in my breakfast that I don't like? And he goes, I go to a culinary arts university in America and I stay with my boyfriend who is a year older than me. He's American and I'm an atheist and I was born and raised as a Turkish Muslim, so he's from Turkey. Since we both go to cooking school, we change the cooking chore daily without a problem. Also, last bit, I'm a rather progressive person and I cut ties with my uber-religious dad and my boyfriend knows this. So I guess because he's gay, he may have some tension with his parents, so, you know, turns to because of religious reasons, but he still identifies as Muslim, according to the story. Hold on. That got really heavy really fast. It went it's, from, like, I, I don't like my breakfast to, like, bam, and it's, religious family problems. And I told you, it could be, it's, it could be a crazy chick story. All right, please continue. This All is right. a great one. So on to the story. It was my boyfriend's turn to cook. And he told me he would make breakfast for the weekend. So Saturday morning, which was my birthday, by the way, he comes to my room with some food and blindfolds me saying, there's a surprise. Then he made me eat something at the table and we talked. I took a bite and it was pork from a pig, of course. So I was incredibly aggravated. I took the blindfold off immediately and asked, why did he do this? He was in hysterics because he thought it was so funny. I told him it was disrespectful and he shouldn't disrespect my religion. He scoffed out saying I was overreacting and that that wasn't religious and that I wasn't that religious anyway. So I shouldn't take it as an issue. I'm currently thinking on moving out, but my brother who I vented to is saying that that's a little bit um, of an overreaction. So I guess I'm asking, am I the asshole for reacting too much? So what do you think about that, Steven? Especially since, you know, you are a gay man and you are in a relationship. Yeah, I'm, I have a lot of... Stuff. And you are an atheist. And this is an atheist doing this to their religious boyfriend who has respected there their, you, you know. So I actually am agnostic. Oh, my bad. Now, I'm so sorry. Not that it makes a difference, but everybody's got these weird scientific terms. I don't know. That's literally my... Do we want to explain what that is? So that's quick? literally what it means. I don't know. Like, am, I'm yeah, because... I don't know how... We have so much to discover. So that's just where I come from. I don't preach it on anybody. That's just what I think. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, you know, if I'm wrong, then whatever happens, happens. But everybody can't be right. So mm-hmm. I'm just going to plead ignorance and that uh, everybody can't be right. And a lot of people, most people think that their religion is their religion. So yeah. I think it's just as good as going to the casino. And I'm just not going to win. So <laughs> do you think he was wrong or overreacting? Oh, yeah, do you think so, the no. from was wrong? Or? Here's the thing. I, 
I say that so strongly because my boyfriend is Jewish and he does not eat pork. And it is strictly like, we don't eat pork. He has chicken sausage, turkey sausage. Um, do I think it's wrong? Only because he laughed. If he honestly forgot, and because he's professionally trained, they're, they both are professionally trained. You deliberately put that pork in there and then you laughed about it. Yes, he needs, I would have left him if he had done that to me. That's just being rude. You know, it is, it's extremely being, inappropriate. It is the rudest thing that you can do. And if I had done that to my boyfriend, he would leave me because that is just so rude. He knows and I know that he doesn't eat pork. And I've tried to convince him. It doesn't make sense that he doesn't like bacon. But I find the stupid turkey bacon for him and I make it a different thing because he doesn't eat pork. It's same thing as my stepdad and my youngest brother. They're both yeah. Muslim. Because I already said uh, we're Christian. It's a mixed household. Yeah. He, they both um, eat turkey bacon and we eat bacon, but out of respect, we try our best to not even cook pork around them. Yeah. Just, you know, just to be respectful. Yeah. So. You know, me personally, it's kind of the same thing as like me being vegan and my significant other probably sneaks some like chicken broth into my soup, like my veggie soup, and I'm thinking it's veggie, and then I get sick. And the reason I'm sick is because I live a vegan lifestyle. So you did that as a prank. Your prank got me sick. Or you put milk in like my cheese. Like maybe I do making mac and cheese. Yeah, and I'm doing almond milk. You put regular milk and that makes me sick and you're not knowing I'm lactose intolerant. Like there's a reason why I say I don't eat this or I don't want any type of food allergy these days. Exactly. You just eat peanuts and bee sting. I don't eat peanuts. I think it's stupid you don't eat peanuts. So I'm gonna cook your chicken and peanut oil because I think it's funny. No. Like, oh my goodness. This is an advisory, not a to-do list. Well, I can tell you this, like how the reaction to people commenting, it was landslide. Almost every single person said, you need to leave him. He's a piece of shit. He should have never done that. And if he's willing, yep, if he's willing to do something like that, he is definitely going to do it again. And he's definitely could even go further with his pranks or so. Yeah. And the fact that he doesn't see how effed up it is, is wrong, especially with him being an atheist and his boyfriend being religious, you know, it just say. It raises more questions than it does uh, answers. Yeah. So, that's always a losing game. So this was fun. I am so glad that you joined us. Oh, thanks for having me. Yeah, and hopefully you join us again. Yes, Thank you honored. for filling in for Yasmin. I am honored to be doing it. And Yasmin will be, be, you know, she'll be back with us soon. Yeah. We're going to have fun. And this is around the time where we introduce our Artist of the Week. Oh my gosh, who's the Artist of the Week, Catherine? So our Artist of the Week is Lao Solo, and this is his song on it. So please... Go follow him. We are going to put the description to his music links and social medias at the bottom. And as always, as we say, please do not get to comment, rate, or subscribe to all our channels, YouTube, yes. all of it, you know, iTunes, Google, Stitch, everywhere you can. And please tell everybody and your mama about the podcast. We really do appreciate you. Help content creators. Please support because the more people we get to listen, the better content we can bring to you. So, you know, we care sure about y'all. And please tweet us. 
I feel like some of y'all don't be tweeting us that. What's your hashtag, girl? Like, oh, what's we your are hashtag? Let's Geek Pod. Okay. Let's Geek Pod. Like, y'all get that at the bottom. Our so. description is always in the, the description of our episode. So you can click it and you can join. So, so simple. Love it. Bye. Have a blessed day. Man, I swear my ass was in my stomach Me and my brothers, we chasing the text Man, I swear we want all of the hundreds But then when the n***a started to feel pain Swear to God, I wanted to go insane As I got older, start seeing some things Just happy my loved ones ain't locked in them chains Yeah, yeah Shit, I be down bad Can't crash, gotta watch out for the red flags Break fast, gotta get up in the morning Can't tell nigga nothing, I be on it All the same, sweat these bitches getting boring I go with the flow, I ain't forcing Talking to me, they ain't no shit. Talking to me, ain't it bull? Ain't it bull? Until I make it to the top. 20 plays, making waves with a three feet to walk. Yeah, I rap, but I still walk around with the Glock. Night play with us and he ain't get shot. No, these hoes wanna fuck, cause the young nigga hot. Trap love and the timing, you can meet me at the spot. Keep a gun in my hand, but you know I'm about to go out. Got the brains on the cool, so I'm a blood to your drop. Why you tell me you love me and know that you don't? Why you claim you will save me, I know that you won't. Throw them PayPal lane when I ain't talking about them phones. Shit, I be down bad. Can't crash, gotta watch out for the red flags. Break fast, gotta get up in the morning. Can't tell nothing, I be on it. All the same, sweat these bitches getting boring. I go with the flow, I ain't forcing. Talking to me, they ain't no shit. Talking to me ain't important, ain't important